the deal uh, that you just got to get this. If you don't have a Bible, we'll give you one. All you got to do is hold your hand up. They'll run around to get a book in your hand. It's our gift to you. Make sure that you have a copy of the Word of God. You should have God's Word on your phone. You should have a book that you can underline in. You should get every, every type, every way you can get the Word of God, be getting the Word of God, okay? Because when you're getting in the Word of God, see, some people say, God doesn't talk to me. Well, when you're reading the Bible, God is talking to you. Okay, so, so getting in the Word is getting in the presence of God because He's going to talk to you, right? Because His Word is alive. Look at somebody and tell them, man, you, you, you are a doer of the Word. Say, I'm a doer. Say, I'm a doer. Say, I'm a doer of the Word of God. See, that's what we do. Well, uh, what should I do? The Word of God. I don't know what I'm supposed to do. The Word of God. What should I do next? The Word of God. Well, that don't make sense. It's because you ain't been in the Word enough. I'm telling you, you get in the Word. And, you know, he, Isaiah said, you'll hear a word behind you saying, here's what you ought to do. Okay, let's see. we'll just get super practical. It's Saturday night, right? You know, uh, we're singing this song, and you're thinking, well, that's, that's kind of clever. Sing a little louder. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And, and, you know, and this is how I'm going to fight my, mm-hmm, sing a little louder. So, and, no, do you understand what the word sing means? And it's biblical. Isaiah 54, and most, most people want verse 17, okay? Uh, Isaiah 54, 17, they want that one because that's the one that no weapon formed against you can prosper. Every tongue that rises against you, you can condemn because it's the heritage of the children of the living God. Huh, right? We like that verse. Come on, somebody. I said we like that verse, and there's a bunch in the middle that are kind of cool, but most of us don't, you know, to get verse 17, you kind of got to claim verse 1. And it says, sing, O barren, Sing, break forth into singing and cry aloud for more of the children of the desolate than the children of the married wife, saith the Lord. For thou shalt break forth on the right hand and on the, oh, I like that verse. Now I'm going to break forth on the right, I'm going to break forth on the left. Everything that's been taken from me, God's going to return it. My children are coming back. Bless God. Well, yeah, but you got to have verse one. Sing. And the word sing means, oh, uh, put melody to a lyric. No. The word sing means overcome. See, you can't keep yourself from singing when you are overcoming. See, when you start overcoming, it just starts overflowing. And you start, you're going, oh my gosh. Oh my Lord, this thing should have taken me out. But I'm not going out. I'm being elevated up. Huh? I'm not being sucked under. No. Hey, Terry, <laughs> it's so good to have you in church, man. You know, hey, when, 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 when the symptom says you're going to die, but the Word of God says, no, and, and you start living when you should be dying, you can't, you can't keep that overcoming thing from overflowing. And you say, well, when I, when I begin to overcome, isn't it weird that faith, the concept of faith is awkward to Christians. We act as if God should do it our way, but he's already told us his ways are higher than our ways and his thoughts aren't like our thoughts. And so you call those things which are not as though they were. Well, that just seems odd. We just don't, I don't know that I really believe that. 
if you want a couple things to write down tonight, write this down, that your words are more powerful in your life than anybody else's words. Okay? Your words are more powerful than anybody else's words in your life, including God's. Now, I know that for some of the, you know, religious part of us, we go, whoa, 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 wait a minute. No, your word is more powerful than anybody else's word, including God's. You do remember uh, when Jesus said, uh, and who is Jesus, by the way? The word, right? I mean, in, in heaven, before he came to earth, they didn't even call him Jesus. They just said, in the beginning was the word. So, so we got the word, right? So we got the word. So we got the word talking, and the word's talking to his disciples and, and, and to the people, and the word is teaching them. How, hey, the reason I'm here is to demonstrate, uh, the, you know, how kingdom life works. You know how God life works. More life than death. More joy than sorrow. More peace than chaos. More hope than despair. More provision than lack. More healing than sickness. Come on, this is how it's going to work. Uh, and, and so what you want to do is you want to confess me, but I am the word. So you want to confess the word, and if you will confess the word before men, I will confess you before my Father. Remember when he said that. He said, if you will confess me, if you'll speak me, if you'll speak the word in front of men, I'll speak, I'll speak you in front of God. And, and I'm going to tell you something. God has the power to turn some stuff around for you. But if you deny me, if you deny the word in the presence of men, I have to deny you in the presence of my Father. So what he said was, my response is going to be to what you say. No, you got to get this. I'm hoping some of the young guys will just immediately get because some of us have been around too long you know because what we know is preventing us from knowing what we need to know that has the power to take us where we need to go and so some of us are going to really struggle but somebody's going to really learn something they're going to go oh my gosh if i begin to say what he says then if, if i say what god says you can't keep me from overcoming hello i'm telling you 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 you, you can't, well, I just don't know that if, if it seems to me like, you know, God's sovereign, if he says it's going to happen, no matter what, how's that working for you? How's this sovereignty of God thing working for you? You know, when, 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 when you're struggling, is that the will of God that you would struggle? Is it the will of God that, you know, that you'd be failing, that you'd be falling apart, that you'd be, you know, caving in over, is that the will of God? No. What, well, what's going on there? Somebody's out of alignment with the Word of God, because the Word of God describes the will of God. So if we get the will of God, we're going to have the Word of God, and if we agree with the Word of God, we'll collide with the will of God. But you can't have the will, you can't have the will of God if you don't do the ways of God, and you can't have the ways of God. You'll never find the ways of God without the Word of God. So you take God's word and you begin to align with God's word and all of a sudden you're on your way to a collision with the will. And when the, when the will happens in your life, I got news for you, it's going to be awesome. It's going gonna, it's, it's gonna to be awesome. God declares your end at the beginning. But, but how you know that there's, there's all kinds of proof in the Bible that, uh, you know, that because, well, man. Remember uh, God bringing the people out of bondage and he said, I'm going to take you and I'm going to give you a land and, and, and it's going to be a land that's flowing with milk and honey and you're going to have cities that you didn't build and houses that you didn't build and vineyards that you didn't plant and wells that you didn't dig and it's going to be an awesome thing. And, and how you know that that was the will of God, that they would come out of bondage, that they would go into that land, that they possess that land. Was it the will of God that they would never make it in? Was it the will of God that they would die in the desert? 
No. Well, what, what happened? Well, he said, you know what? I'm going to hold you according to the words you spoke in my ear. So they aborted his plan because they didn't want, they didn't want to say what he said. They, they let situations talk them out of what God had talked them into. Nobody's word is more powerful in your life than yours. You do not get the victory after the battle. Victory comes before the battle. And so if you will overcome now, then you can demonstrate the victory tomorrow. But when the battle shows up, it's not the time to prepare for victory. No, you got to get into the victory now. And what has to happen is that we have to renew our mind, right? Romans 12 says that we're not to be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of our mind so that we can prove that God's will is good, acceptable, and perfect. The Amplified Bible says so that you can prove to yourself. So what you're doing is you're proving to yourself that this is the will of God. If it's the will of God for you to prosper, if it's the will of God for you to prosper, oh man, you know, uh, uh, one of the things I, I, I love about Fredo, and he's up here talking about it, and I don't know what, the, what connection this has. Oh, my God, the whole thing's really connected. But, uh, but here, here's the deal is that, see, it's been proven to him in his mind and his heart that God wants him to prosper. So since that's the will of God and it's proven to him, his mind's been renewed to that, so he now knows the will of God, then he doesn't throw away his confidence, which has great recompense of reward. He just knows that no matter what comes up in the middle, if he continues to do the will of God, that he's going to receive the promise of God. And since it's God's will for him to prosper, it's not a problem for him to tithe. I mean, you understand that, right? So, and I'm not being mean, and we're not taking another offering, but if you struggle with tithing, it's because this hasn't been proven to you that God wants you to prosper. I mean, if it's, if it's proven to you that God wants you to prosper, you don't have any trouble at all obeying God regarding money. Matter of fact, you will do whatever it takes and then some. Why? Well, because, well, are we going to have enough? That's not the mindset of somebody who's had it proven to him God's going to prosper him. It's not, are we going to have enough? It's, it's, no, we live with more than enough. We have, we have abundant. God is able to do exceedingly abundantly above and beyond. Anything I can ask, think, or imagine, man, has been proven to me. See, if, if you get this proven to you, and you begin to say what God says, you begin to get victory, you begin to overcome. You're, you're overcoming on a Saturday night. I'm going to sing a little bit louder. In the presence of my enemy. Why? Because it irritates him. I'm going to sing a little louder than, than, louder than my unbelief. My unbelief's been singing all week long. It's time for me to silence that spirit of unbelief and open up my mouth and declare tonight that God is for me. I believe him. I agree with him. I'm going to say what he says. <laughs> my God, somebody. You know when Jesus told the guys, it's... it's uh, uh, he said, hey, get in the boat. Let's go to the other side. And everybody's, yeah. And uh, then they got the boat and they headed out. He stayed behind, remember? He stayed behind. And, and, they, and they went out, dude, for hours. They're headed, they're headed to where he told them to go. And they get in the middle of the storm, remember? It's a, and, and suddenly, uh, as if out of nowhere, uh, the Amplified Bible calls it a hurricane proportion storm. We're not talking about it got a little windy. We're talking about these guys are in, 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 under the impression they're going to die, and they've grown up. They're fishermen. They spent their life in a boat. 
And in the middle of this, in the middle of this storm, remember, uh, uh, they see something coming across the water, and it's Jesus, and Peter calls out, man, and he just, you, know, you know the story. Peter's walking on the water. That's pretty impressive stuff. Peter walks on the water for a couple minutes, good couple of minutes. Well, Jesus studied out. Jesus had to walk an hour and a half to get to him. Jesus ain't got no problem walking on water. Well, what happened when Peter began to sink? Well, it didn't take long for Peter to get talked out of that, did it? His circumstance didn't, didn't shift fast enough for his mind. His mind wasn't renewed to the point where, you know, so because it didn't happen quick enough, he began to sink. See, for some of us, the, the answer, and, 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 you know, it's almost as if, you know, Fredo's preaching my message a little bit because he's talking about, you know, get a little frustrated because, you know, hey, where's my promise? It's not coming. Look at somebody say, worth the wait. Come on, look at him say it. Worth the wait. Come on, that's our that's our gang sign. Remember? Okay, that's the that's the first uh, that's the first garden gang sign right there. It's worth the wait. Hey, it's worth the wait. Hey, the longer you wait, the more valuable the promise is. I'm telling you, I'm telling you that that the process is actually more valuable than the promise. I said the process is actually more valuable than the promise. And some of us, we have a promise, but we have a tendency to caving in and giving up and walking away just a little too early, like, like way too early. And here's the deal is, hey, God, he said, let get in the boat and go to the other side. He never even, he didn't explain to him that there's a middle. You know, it's like, hey, you got the shore of promise given and the shore of promise received, but there's always a sea of storms in between the two storms or the two shores. There's, there just always is. Look at your neighbor say, it's always that way. You, you know what? It just, it's always that way. It, well, what's he teaching you? He's, he's an, empowering you to prove that his will is the shore of promise received. Man, it's, it, it's being proven to me. This is being proven. Man, I, I can say what God says. I don't care what it looks like, feels like, smells like, tastes like. I'm going to believe God. I said, I, I, I said I'm going to believe God. And he said, if I to say unto that thing and don't doubt in my heart, but believe the things that I say, I'm going to have whatsoever I say. So I'm going to say I got victory. I'm going to say I am healed. You, you know what? If you go outside. You hit the back porch and, and you're looking for the dog and the dog's not there. And you know, you know, maybe the dog's two counties over somewhere. And what do you do? You don't go out and go, well, dog gone. Dog gone. We'll call the dog. Oh, we don't believe in that. What? No, we don't, we, we don't, we, we, we don't stand out there and go, you know, one of our dogs, his name's Chubbs. Chubbs, come. Chubbs, come. Well, why is that not weird? If I want him to come, I should call him. So I'm calling that which is not as though it were. See, some of you need to step out and instead of going, ooh, dog gone. Shucks, he's going to get hungry. No, what do you do? You call it in. You need to call that promise in. My promise is coming. My promise is coming. My promise is coming. And when the thought comes up in your head and says that, man, it, it ain't going to show up. Promise, come. What? Promise. What, what are you saying? Exactly what he said. I walk healed. I walk blessed. I live prosperous. 
Hello? I'm setting my hand to as much as I can because everything I set my hand to prospers. I'm not going to sit here and wait and do nothing, but, but man, I'm going to activate this thing. And, and let me tell you what I'm going to do between now and the time it shows up. I'm going to overcome. I'm going to overcome. You know, I, I see a miracle. Breakthrough is coming. Isn't that what we were saying? I see a miracle. Breakthrough is coming. What do you see? While we look not at the things which are seen, but the things which are unseen, 2 Corinthians 4.18. While we look not at the things which are seen, but the things which are unseen, because the things which are seen are just momentary, but the things which are unseen are eternal. It's like, what do you see? You, If you get in the Word of God, every word contains an image. And if you see the image that God sees, and you begin to call that image into being, and you begin to act like God's not a liar, and you begin to say, hey, I'm going to say what you say, God. Can I tell you what you're going to have? You're going to have exactly what God said you can have every single time. Every see you're see you're on your way to demonstrate Satan's defeat. Okay, I mean every single day you're gonna you're gonna demonstrate Satan's defeat. You're gonna live to humiliate hell. Well, how are we gonna do it? With faith. With faith. Well, okay, God, so increase my increase my faith, build my faith. The size isn't the issue. Okay, remember when Jesus uh, was in that he was in the house. And, and the people came, and there were so many people in the house that they couldn't get the sick guy to the healing meeting. Remember? And so the, he had four friends, and, and they had to crawl up on the house, and they tore the house off, and they lowered him in. And, 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 and Jesus, uh, and I'm pretty sure this is the place where Jesus says, hey, your sins be forgiven you. And everybody got upset because, uh, you know, who are you? To say sins be forgiven. And Jesus said, what's easier to say sins be forgiven or be healed? Get up and run off. And, and remember, the guy gets up and he, and he runs off, which is easier. And he's not saying that one's harder than the other. It's just saying that, hey, you, don't put a limitation on what you think God's ability is. You know, uh, even in their day, his fame, his fame began to grow and, and everybody would gather around to see him heal the sick. See, they, had, they, they expected Jesus to heal, which is probably more than a lot of churches do today. But they, they expected Jesus to heal. But see, you don't just, you don't, don't, don't limit your expectation down to just one particular area. Nothing is impossible for God. So all of the promises of God are yes and amen. Yeah, I'm telling you, if you take God's word and you begin to meditate it, that word begins to transform and it goes from logos to rhema and it begins to, to inhale and exhale. You begin to resuscitate it, you and the word and you be, begin to breathe that word. All the promises of God are mine is what the Bible says. Hey, hey I got news for you. You begin to take that, you begin to speak that and you hold fast to your confession of faith without wavering. Come on, hold fast, get a grip on your grip. To, to your confession of faith without wavering, you get to the spot where you don't care what the middle looks like. Hey, I'm going to prosper. Hey, hey, I, my business is going to grow. And I'm going to keep pouring into my business and I'm going to keep promoting my business. And I'm going to, why? Because I got a word from God on, my, uh, on it. Hey, my marriage is getting stronger and stronger. Why? Because I'm going to do what God says. And when I don't know what to do, I'm going to get a word because the word's going to tell me what to do. And I'm going to say what he says. That's what's going to empower you to sing a little louder. It's not, it's not just volume. It's not like, hey, let's, let's just get that little thing back there and, and, and measure the decibels. 
And, and uh, no, man, I'm going to overcome. And, and, and my overcoming is going to get easier and easier to be heard. My message is picking up influence. See, here, here's what hell doesn't want you to know is that what you're going through is, is the process. And the process is more valuable to you than the promise. Because what you're going through is going to give credibility to your message. And your message is, is that God never fails. Your message is that God is alive. Your message is that God will never leave you. Your message is God will not forsake you. Your message is no word from God will ever fail. Your message is though the weapons be formed against me, they can't prosper. Your message, and it gets louder and louder and louder and louder and louder. Why? Because you're saying what he says. You're saying what he says. And what you need to do today is you, you know what you need to do? You need to pick one area. I don't know if you, if you got a habit, you know, I was telling the guys before church a story about a, about a guy that uh, had been trying to quit smoking for a long time. And, and, and he, and he kept saying, man, I can't, I can't quit. I can't quit. I can't quit. I've tried everything and I just can't quit. And I, I, I don't want to smoke. I don't like to smoke, but I can't help it. And, and I can't quit. And finally, somebody with some wisdom took him by the hands, looked at him, you know, got pretty serious, looked at him, you know, eyeball to eyeball and said, don't you ever say I can't quit again. Every time, now listen to, listen to this instruction. Some, somebody in here, you need this. And it might not be about smoking. Maybe it's about something else. But he said, every time you think about cigarettes, before, before you smoke, you just say, hey, I thank God I am free. I've been delivered by the power of Jesus. I'm free. And he goes, well, that'll be weird because I'll be smoking. Well, you're already smoking. But don't just, don't ever again say, I can't quit. No, you say, no, I'm free. I'm free. Every time you think about it, on your way to the store to buy your next cart and say, man, I just thank God that I, I, I'm free. I have power over everything in my life. God has already given me everything I need to live a life. And, and, and just continue to do that. And, and he saw the guy, it was 30, 45 days later, but the guy came in and he said, guess what? And he didn't have to guess. You can just tell by the look on his face. Well, 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 tell everybody what happened. Uh, I, I was getting ready to buy cigarettes and I realized I'm free. I'm free. I, 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 don't, I don't even know. I'm not exactly how at first I thought you were crazy. Now I think I am. And you, you know what you need to do? You need to say what he says. Well, I don't want to be lying. You're already lying when you say I can't. Because God's word says you can't. You just keep taking that word. You just keep speaking that word. You keep speaking that word. I was talking with a gentleman earlier in the week, and he's, he, you know, I'm having a hard time retaining the word. Well, that's why you do it two or three times a day. Now, I don't care if you memorize it or not, but you just got to speak it. We believe in our heart and we confess with our mouth, right? And so you, you got to believe this word is true, and then you begin to speak it. You know, Paul said we have the same spirit of faith as David that we believe and therefore we speak. And, and, and you begin to confess that word. You begin to speak that word. And that word has power to begin to change things in your life. It changes the environment. It changes your heart. Uh, you know, James said it has the power to change the way you think, the way you feel, the way you make your choices. It'll change the final outcome. And you just keep doing it. Well, yeah, but I'm having a hard time retaining the word. Okay, how often do you eat? How many of you guys had lunch today? How many are thinking about eating again tomorrow? 
Well, that's weird. If you ate today, why would you need to eat tomorrow? Well, if you're going to speak the word this morning, you should speak it this afternoon, and then you should speak it again tonight. Why? Because it's, 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 it's life. You know, it's like meat. It's like the water. It's like the air you breathe. You, you, need, you need to be speaking that word. You need, you need to be saying the same thing that God says over and over and over again. Because nobody's words has more power in your life than yours. So you begin to speak his word. How am I going to do it? Sing a little louder. Sing a little louder. I'm going to overcome with more influence. What area of your life do you need to overcome in? Picture that right now. Sing a little louder. In the presence of my enemy. Sing a little louder. Louder than the unbelief. Sing a little louder. My weapon is a melody. Sing a little louder. Oh, heaven comes to fight for me. Sing a little louder. One more time, come on. Sing a little louder. In the presence of my enemies. Sing a little louder. Right there. Check it out. Check it out. We're going we're gonna to just do this and demonstrate Satan's defeat. you got an area of your life you need to just demonstrate an overcoming attitude. I'd even encourage you, you know, that you just step out and stand right here. Take a stand for God. But listen to me. When you, when you uh, renew your mind, prove the will, and refuse to waver, God himself will take responsibility for your result. The Bible says that God watches over his word to perform it. You don't have to perform the word, man. What you have to do is, is you have to speak it. You have to say, hey, guess what? My life's going to demonstrate the enemy's defeat. And however, God, you want to do that, I'm in. I'm in all the way. I'm going to, it's just going to get a little bit louder. Amen. Sing a little louder. Come on, this is your freedom. Here we go, come on. Sing a little louder.
Come on, one more time. Give it all you got. This is your freedom. Sing a little louder. I will sing. Sing a little louder. Now give him a victory praise right here. Come on, somebody. Hallelujah. I'm free. I'm free. I'm free. I'm free. I'm free. Hallelujah. My God. Okay, I hate to do this to you, but you gotta go, you gotta, you gotta get your chair for just a second. There's one more thing I have to tell you. Isn't God good? Hey Amen. Look at your neighbor and say, say what he says. But it's important that you understand this, that you can't say what he says if you don't know what he says. And he's not going to agree with what you say. You're going to agree with what he says. So you have to know what he says. And if you, if you have trouble with that, man, it's just too easy, you know, today with technology. But we'll do anything we can to help you to get the word that you need for your situation. Because the answer to your problem is in the word of God. I said the answer to your problem is in the word of God. Well, my kids are, are acting really weird. All my children shall be taught of the Lord and great shall be the peace of my children. Well, the doctor says I'm going to die. Well, the Bible says I will not die but live and declare the goodness of my king. Well, we don't have enough money. Well, my God shall supply all of my needs according to his riches and glory. I mean, you know, I, I just can't seem to get the position where God will go before me and open up doors which no man can shut. That he, he has prepared a way for me and I in his workmanship recreated in Christ Jesus, born anew, that I might do the very work that he created me to do so that I could take the paths and live the good life which he prearranged and made ready for me to live. If God be for me, who cares who's against me? And ye are of God, little children, and you have already overcome him, the evil one, the, the, the ruler of this world. Yeah, but I just don't seem to have what... No, no, no. So you got to stop saying stupid stuff and say what God says. You have to say what he says. And, you got, and, and man, I'm telling you that if you hold fast to your profession of faith without wavering that's the key that's the key man it, what's the process the process is awesome the process is awesome and and honestly the longer the process the the better the promise is actually going to be but if you don't go through the process here's what you'll end up with here's what you'll end up with uh, well I, I i'm believing god for an airplane cool you got one too bad you don't have a license you don't know how to fly it well i've asked god for a business yeah but you don't have what it takes to run it I've asked God for, for a spouse. Oh, God. And you're not ready? Huh? You're not ready? So in the period that you're waiting is when you're preparing. It's where you're being equipped. See, and you let the enemy tell you it's not coming. No, it's proof it's coming. Man, I'm telling you, I'm telling you, God can't lie. God can't lie. And so if I do the word of God right, it'll spark and it'll come alive in me and I will know that I have heard God. I said, I will know that I've heard God. 
And this is the confidence that we have in him, that if we ask anything according to the will, then we know that he hears us. And if we know that he hears us, we know that we have the petition that we requ requested. You know, this, this is the confidence that we have in him. If we ask according to the will, well, how do I know it's according to the will? Because it's in the word. I got a word from God. I got a word from God. You ain't going to talk me out of it. You're not going to talk me out of it. Why? Because I've been talking to God about it. He talked me into it. And God's bigger than you. God's bigger than me. Come on, somebody. So, so to get there, you got to have the word. Amen. You got to have, look at your neighbor and say, you got to have the word. I, I want you to do me a favor. I want you to bow your head and I want you to close your eyes. We're all going to pray a prayer. And if you're in here tonight and you're living life separated from Jesus, we got to deal with that. Man, if you've been trying to get God to change his ways, to line up with your ways, if you're, if you're trying to find loopholes so you don't have to obey instead of seeing obedience as an opportunity, you need to make this prayer your prayer. You need to say, okay, God, I'm coming to you tonight because I'm ready to overcome. I'm ready for my life to increase with influence and power, but I need you, and I need you to be at the center of it, not on the side. You're not a side dish, God. You're the main meal. Okay, and so we're going to pray this prayer, and I won't call you out or anything, but if you're here and it's time for you to get your life right with God, you got to make this prayer your prayer. And I want to personally agree with you in prayer. So if you're in this room and you say, okay, Tom, I'm going to give my life to Jesus, and tonight I mean it. Man, I'm getting real with God because I need God to get real with me. If that's you, while no one's looking around, just hold your hand up really high. Say, that's me. Thank you, man. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. That's so awesome. That's so awesome. That's what this whole thing's about, okay? That's what this whole thing's about. So everybody in there, just pray this with me. Just say, Dear Heavenly Father, I know I need you. I need your love. I need your acceptance. I need your forgiveness. So I receive it in Jesus' name. Come into my life. Change me from the inside out. Change the way I think. Change the way I feel. Change the choices I make. God, give me the outcome that you have planned for my life. Thank you for saving me. Thank you for setting me free. In the mighty name of Jesus, amen. Come on, everybody, give God a big praise. That's awesome.